everybody welcome back um, if uh, I seem a little off today it's because I um, I pulled my back or something and it hurts so um, you know any prayers are welcome but um, I'm not gonna let that uh, subdue me from getting God's message out and God gave me an interesting message today as a matter of fact, it was a very interesting message in general. And it is based on taking a road trip to God. Now, everybody's been on a road trip, I'm pretty sure. Um, those of you who haven't, um, uh, I've been on a couple of them, you know, and when I'm saying a road trip, I'm not saying just like you're taking a trip from state to state. It could be a family member that lives a few hours away. Um, it could be um, going to an amusement park. It could be going, you know, just doing something where it's um, it's where you, where you go. And next thing you know, when you're driving and you're going to those places, you get steered in these weird directions, whether it's you taking a map quest, which was back when I was a kid, um, using a GPS that makes you take, you know, the highway and makes you get off weird exits so you can take all these weird turns to get there, where it doesn't seem naturally correct when you drove there naturally. Like, when you went there, you always knew it was a point A to point B. But when you take the GPS, it takes you on all these weird uh, routes. And the best way I can explain it is, I mean, it, it states in Proverbs 3, um, verse 5, verse 6, um, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding, and always acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. So... They're trying to explain to you that God, when you lean on Him, and it doesn't matter how much anxiety you have or how much emotion, you know, distress you're going through, it doesn't matter if you know where you're going, you know. Um, it doesn't matter any of that stuff because when you are trusting in God it is um, when we're trusting in God we are already shown the path that we need to take um, for 2nd Corinthians uh, 5 verse 7 says for we walk by faith not by sight um, and that, that is a very good quote because um, the reason why I'm using that as a quote instead of using the full message of it is because that quote came in in a movie called uh, The Book of Eli. If anybody hasn't seen it, it's actually a very good movie. Um, I would recommend it, but um, it is violent. Um, so, anyway, the uh, the movie has Denzel Washington, and he's walking, um, trying to get to California. And 
he says, I walk by faith, not by sight. And the girl that is following him has no idea what God is, has no idea who the Lord is, um, doesn't know Jesus, doesn't know any of the stuff, you know. And the book that the people are after is the Bible. And I'll leave it at that in case any of you guys want to watch it. But at the end of the day, basically, um, when you, when you walk with faith and you're not looking, and you're just letting God take the wheel. He's going to direct you straight in a straight path all the way to Him. You know, um, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, but with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. And the peace of God, which path us all understanding, shall keep your heart and minds through Christ Jesus. That was Philippians 4, th uh, 6-7. When you're taking this path, I want you guys to understand, um, this is kind of a very hard sermon to word out, but when you're taking this path and you're going straight to God, you're going to see, now this isn't just a path to God because uh, when you're taking this road trip this is your life this long road trip this big highway that you're taking is your life okay so pretend the highway is your lifeline and as you're going through this life and you're driving and as you're getting older all of a sudden the car tends to go quicker and you're you're going next thing you know you're seeing when you're a kid, you see days start going by, or then after days start flying by, you see, like, weeks start flying by. Then you see from weeks start flying by to months, and then from months to years. And next thing you know, you're 20 years later, and you're looking back at your life, and you're like, what happened? Where did all this stuff come from? Where, where did I go, you know? And you're looking back, and you're reflecting on your life, and you're looking at the times you were in college, and the times you were in high school, the times that you were hanging out with your friends and all this other stuff, and then you realize that whole entire time, a lot of that path that you took on that highway, you didn't, you, you took a lot of turns. You, you, you didn't always follow the straight path to God. You know, you might have took a turn here, you know, when you, start, when you thought you fell in love with that girl from 8th grade. And, you know, then next thing you know, you're trying to go back on track. Next thing you know, you're taking another windy road. The best way I can explain it is when you're taking this path to God, it's very, very hard because Satan likes to be the GPS. He likes to be the one trying to direct you where to go. And even if you know better than the GPS... Most people, they actually will follow what the GPS says without even thinking about it. They're just like, I'm just going to keep driving and going through this GPS and it'll take me there. I have faith it'll take me there. But you've been to this place a hundred times. You already know where to go. Why do you need the GPS to take you there? You know? Um... Well, I kind of forgot where it was. I don't, you know, remember. And yeah, those are all reasonable, excuse, uh, valuable, or 
I don't want to say excuses, but um, it, it's one thing when you're taking a road trip. But when this is your life, you know the right path. But when you're young, your mind's a little more feeble. You're not as, you don't feel as, some people are, not all, but some people are very devoted and some people, you know, kind of loosely go around. And when you take that GPS turn, when Satan says, uh, take exit uh, six on the left, turn, uh, turn now, you know, and you take that turn, you're going into another area. And that area is where Satan wants you to be. And then he's going to tell you to take another turn. And he's going to get you deeper into this path. He's trying to make it even a very long way to get to God. The longer it takes for you to get to God, he's thinking, Satan is believing. The longer it takes for them to get to God, the more and more chances I have to make them not be with God. Just like Job, you know. The more and more stuff was taken from Job, the more and more horrors he has been through, he still stayed with God. And he was rewarded for it at the end. But Satan kept going at him. He wouldn't stop until Satan would achieve what his goal was. And he tried to do that with Jesus as well. If you remember, he did the three temptations of Jesus in the Gospel. And when he did those... Jesus actually pushed him away and said no. Now, Jesus was hungry and thirsty. I mean, he, you're talking about walking in a desert and then um, fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. I mean, I have trouble fasting for a day sometimes. Uh, you know, I remember I think I fasted for, I think, two days and that was kind of killer for me. And you're talking about 40 days and 40 nights, same thing that Moses did. That is pretty crazy. These have to be pretty outstanding people, you know? Now, Jesus, he goes there, and he's, you know, Satan's over there. He's like, hey, you can make this into food. Why don't you just do it? You know, it's not going to... But Jesus knew that that was going to take him off the wrong path. Jesus had one path to God. And that's where he wanted to go. And Satan was like, hey, take the turn on exit two. And Jesus is like, no, I'm still going straight. And then he comes up again, and then Satan's like, hey, take this turn on exit three. And Jesus is like, no, I'm going to keep going. And then finally he says, dude, if you take this exit... You are going to have this whole world, and it will be your amusement park, and you can do whatever you want. You can ride the roller coasters, you can do all this other stuff, and people are like looking at it, and like, wow, that sounds amazing. That sounds great, you know? But is it really true? And Jesus said, no, get away from me. You shall not tempt uh, my Lord, you know? Or you shall not tempt the Lord thy God. And... That was it, you know. Satan realized that there, that was a lost cause. The temptations that we face every single day is based on these billboards that are all throughout the road that we're driving on to get to God. So we have this highway, and we're going in, and we see a billboard. 
Then we see another billboard. Then we see another billboard. You know, one of them might be an attractive person that you're like, ooh, you know, um, I like to take that trip, but no, no, you're like, okay, I'm, I know that's not the right way I'm supposed to go. Keep going. Next thing you know, you see a thing where it's like raining money. And you're like, oh my god, it's raining money in that city. I would, if I could just go in there for five minutes, I would have so much money that I could do whatever I wanted with. But and they said, no, no, you keep going straight. God wants you to keep going straight, because that is the way. As it states um, in the Proverbs, um, uh, trust in the Lord your God, uh, the Lord uh, with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding, and always acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. And the more straight you keep taking this path, the more and more you will get to see Him. It'll be it'll be the most amazing thing when you reach the end, but you got to get there first. So a lot of people are like probably thinking they're like, "Well, when we're taking road trips, we like to enjoy ourselves. We like to do this and this and, you know, a part of road trips is enjoying yourself and taking, you know, delight in it." And you're absolutely right. When you're on this road trip, there's absolutely nothing wrong with enjoying yourself. Psalms 37, uh, 4, verse 5 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will act. Now, I know that there's a lot of people that probably pray and beg for money. I know there's a lot of people that just, they don't understand the concepts and stuff that the disciples, Jesus, the prophets, it doesn't make a difference who, if you read the Bible, there's a lot of persecution at that time, there's a lot of people that suffered, and, you know, we look at it, the stuff today, and yeah, there, there is some issues that we have today, but, I mean living in America, you know, we're not getting our arms chopped off for stealing. Um, we're not getting stoned to death for making a mistake. We can delight in, our, in the Lord. When we delight Him, He will give you the desires of your heart. Now, a lot of people say money is, you know... Money will make me happy. Money will buy the things that I want. But here's the thing. Materialistic objects are not what you want. What you really want is... I can't call it an object because it's not really an object. It's more of a feeling. It's more of a love. It's more of an acceptance. It's more of something that people can give you. And God can give that to you too. It's kind of like when you go at um, Black Friday, when you go to a big thing at Black Friday, and you see all these people there, and you, next thing you know, your heart starts beating really, really quick. You're starting to get out of breath, you're starting to sweat, you're starting to look around, you just need to get out, you know? God is standing right next to you. 
you know, it's a lot of times with me when I have my anxiety and everything, I need, I call a friend to come with me to go to the grocery store or something like that because I don't want to be there by myself. Even when I go there with a friend, sometimes I'm really out of it and I need to get out quick, but there's a lot of times I did it by myself and it's because instead of actually focusing on all the other people, I was focusing on God. I would understand that He is with me, and that as long as He's with me, I'm fine. When you keep Him in perfect peace, whose mind has stayed on you because He trusts in you. That was in Isaiah 26, verse 3, and Isaiah is one of my favorite books. You know, he, he was one one great prophet, you know, and, you know, he also stated, Behold, God is my salvation, I will trust, and I will not be afraid, for the Lord God is my strength and my song, and has become my salvation. God has always been our salvation. He's always been there for us, to save us, whenever we are at our lowest peak, whenever we can't get up, whenever we can't see forward, you know, we need to just follow the straight path, this road, this existence of our life, this road. A lot of people will say, um, it's like that ACDC song, like Highway to Hell. It's not. It's the other way around, man. We're going to the highway to heaven, you know? Once we get to that, at the end of the highway, we're going to start taking those staircases all the way up to heaven. And then we're going to look... And we're going to be like, all right, God, I really don't belong here. You know, I I did so much bad stuff, and I am sorry, but I don't belong here. You know, and God's going to be like, we all make mistakes. <laughs> and I'm like, and then I'm like, well, you don't. And he's like, no, I don't, but... The world does. And he was like, that's why I'm so forgiven. Because if I didn't forgive, then I wouldn't be able to accept everything and love everything the way that he does. Because he's like a parent. You have to realize that when you look at God and everything, he's looking down on all of us. It's like children. And when we look at how... A mother will, and a father will always forgive their children, no matter what mistakes that they make. They forgive them. And that's what God is doing. He's forgiven us. As long as we turn away from the sin and everything, and we try to stay on that path. So instead of taking that highway to hell, we're going to take that highway to heaven. And right when we get to that point, you know, at the end... Everything will become clear. Everything that will make sense will be in perfect harmony with the world and will understand what God has really meant for all of us. But until then, we still need to get through this path. So as we continue driving down this road, if you're 16, you know, and you're driving around with your friends... Make sure you're not drinking. Don't drink and drive. Don't end your life quick. 
when you're 21. You know, be responsible. Think about the actions to, you know, what you do. When you're 25, 26, you know, don't be in a rush to finish your life. You're just starting out. Just keep going. When you hit your 30s and 35s, and you're starting to realize that, hey, I'm starting to get in a lot of pain now. Something's wrong with my back, and my neck hurts, and oh, my back hurts, and my knees are, you know, they're crushing. Or every time I walk, there has to be something going on. Just keep going. That path is going to answer everything for you. God will always be there when you need him the most. You could be deaf, dumb, and blind. You could be crippled. And he'll still be there. He doesn't look at you any different. He loves you. Blesses the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. That was Jeremiah when he said that. And... When I look at this world today, you know, there's a lot of stuff that scares me. And there's a lot of anxieties that fuel my inner being. There's a lot of times I want to take that course and just, you know, take a side road and just be like, I need to take the, a, a break, you know. But the road of life doesn't ever stop. So the road to God never stops. And you need to go until your life reaches your end. Because that's when the afterlife starts. So, when you're taking this highway, and you're taking this road trip, don't put all your trust in the GPS. Put all your trust in God. God's going to tell you where to go. He's going to be like, no, the GPS is wrong, don't take that exit. Uh, GPS is wrong, don't take that exit. I want you to stop right here. And that is where you're going to go. And as you're driving down that road, trust me, there's going to be a lot of billboards that you're going to see. There's going to be a lot of temptations. There's going to be a lot of empty promises that are going to come your way. Um... You might get a flat tire along the road and you have to pull over and you have to try to fix your life a little bit. You know, who knows? You might have somebody that pulls over next to you and tries to help you out in your life. And that person might be a good part of your life or it could be a part of your life where you need to learn a lesson. But at the end of the day, you got to get back on that road, that same road, the same highway to God. And as you're taking that road trip, enjoy life as it is. Don't enjoy the things in life that hold you down. It's kind of like a boat, you know. When a boat sails the ocean, you're driving and, you know, everything's going smoothly but next thing you know the anchor breaks off drops next thing you know you see the boat stop and it can't go any further 
the anchor is just dragging the boat and you're just like okay something's going on I gotta fix the anchor you know same thing with the car with a blown with a blown tire you know maybe the transmission blew on you maybe uh, you needed an oil change maybe you needed something to fix your car but at the end of the day you're getting you're gonna get it fixed once you get yourself fixed up you get back on that road you go straight forward you go keep going and once you get to that point I'm gonna tell you all it is the one trip that you'll never regret you could make it there and it could be a rainy day and it would still be the most beautiful day of your entire life it'll probably be the most amazing time that you've ever had but this highway that we're driving on in our life whatever the temptations that pop up on the billboard are be cautious don't follow the GPS put your trust and your understanding in God let him take the wheel and drive for you in fact say God you got this I'm gonna step back I'm gonna let you take the wheel if you don't mind I'm just gonna go get some shut-eye for a little bit God will be like it's no problem he'll keep going but you need to be the one that's making the right choice and following the right path and not taking these side trips because as soon as you take a detour off the wrong road that's going to lead you down a path of regret and that's what you guys want to try to stop to do Psalm 33:20. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. And I'll leave it at that. So for today, um, the uh, Bible verses are Numbers 19, verse 1 through 22, verse 1, Judges 11, 1 through 33, and John 3:10 through 21. I'll have them all in the show notes for you guys. Um, I do hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please, if you have any requests, suggestions, anything that you want to email me about, ministermartyr at gmail.com. Everything will be inside the the show notes. Um, And uh, you guys have a blessed um, day. And, uh, you know, God be with you all. I keep you all in my prayers every day, every night pray for the world you know so take care and god bless you all